Welcome back to episode 17 of Chicks on Christmas Flicks. Well, we can never have too many Christmas movies. We can only have not enough Christmas movies. I'm KL Brady, joined by our host Kathleen. Hey, Kathleen. Hey, everybody. <laughs> yeah, so we have a, a jam-packed session today. Um, if you haven't already, please check out episode 17. We gave, uh, or episode 16, sorry, my coffee has not kicked in yet. <laughs> episode 16, we gave our no spoilers recap of Never Kiss a Man in a Christmas Sweater, the Christmas Yule blog, which I think has universally been uh, uh, deemed a dud. <laughs> yeah. And uh, a Welcome Home Christmas with our Hot or Not Christmas picks. Um, and so this week we've actually got some good stuff on board. Okay. Well, at least some good commentary. <laughs> I won't say that. Um, the, uh, so we're looking at, uh, Christmas on wheels, Christmas on the vine and meet me at Christmas. And for me, um, jingle jangle. I, w- I got a chance to watch that yesterday. So, um, and I have some words on that. All right. But first things first, let's get to our St. Nick shout out. As you guys all know, every week we like to take some time out and thank everybody for joining us and listening and downloading the show when you have such busy schedules. And um, every week we kind of look at our listener locations. And honestly, uh, every week I am just more and more astounded by the locations of our listeners and where, where people are tuning in from. Um, it's just amazing to me that we have found an audience that is so broad um, and so global. <laughs> it's amazing to me. So um, it's truly a blessing to us. And I hope in some way that we could be a blessing for you guys, maybe give you an hour or so not to think about all the crap going on in the world. So with that said, we highlight, we're going to highlight our five cities for the week, and we're going to include some, uh, some of the local Christmas traditions, um, and we're going to do this kind of through the, at least through the new year, maybe, maybe beyond. So I'm so excited. Let's get to it. Remember, we don't know who you are, but we know where you live. Also, oh, I have to pitch this. So Kathleen has established an email for us. I did. A Gmail account for us. So if you have some like Christmas traditions that you want to tell us about, please, and you're listening, please um, email us and then we can highlight your city and your traditions uh, on, on one of our shows, on one of our upcoming shows during the season. All right. So this week's shout out go to, and Kathleen's got the first one. Okay, so Reykjavik, Iceland. Wow, um, that's pretty cool. My friends actually went there uh, pre-COVID for, you know, because it's a very popular spot now for people to hang out because it's awesome. Um, and they have a special celebration there called Polark's Fest. Polark's Fest. Polark Mesa. He is the patron saint of Iceland, and it's on December 23rd, and most people in Iceland eat this thing called skata, which is uh, ammonia-smelling putrefied skate fish. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> no, I know it sounds weird and gross, but in, in Norway, no. they eat something called lutefisk, which is like fish preserved in lye, because I guess, you know, up north, uh, you need to preserve your fish in the winter, and uh, I don't know if it's so cold by then, just freeze it instead of, you know... Yeah. doing these other things to it but um they have a peace walk that takes place on Lugavegar or something where friends and family come together and stroll down the main street saying hello um and Aww. yeah it's nice oh, it's nice so it's they have the, the wonderful festival there in Reykjavik and I could tell you more but you know we got to get to Birmingham so Carla, what's happening in Birmingham? All right. So our number two city of the week is Birmingham, Alabama, or as I like to call it, the ham. (laughs) All right. So what I did not know is that Birmingham, England is actually named, um, uh, Birmingham, Alabama is actually named for Birmingham, England. I did not know that. 
Did you know that? I did not know that. No. <laughs> and <laughs> it makes it's sense, like, though. Yeah, it kind of makes sense, especially in, you know, for, for those of you who don't know, that's like in the deep south of the United States. I've been to Texas. I've kind of been on each side of Alabama, but I just haven't been in there. So, um, uh, but anyway, so here's some cool stuff that they do. So they have this thing called the Christmas Village Festival at Cotton Hill Village. And apparently it's like this huge tradition. There's like 700 booths and it's a big arts and arts and crafts festival. And it's where everybody apparently goes to get their um, initial Christmas shopping done. So you know what I'm learning? It's like we have these fairs like all over the place. You know, I, Maryland has fairs, but I don't think we have fairs like that. You know what I mean? I think we're more of a lights people. <laughs> That's kind of how we do, uh, you know, lights is our thing. It's not really a whole lot of Christmas there. So I was actually excited to kind of see that. And then they have a lot of like these little, little events. Like one is called the Claws and Paws Pet Photos. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. Where the pets get to sit on Santa Claus's lap. Oh. <laughs> that's cute. That is cute. But I feel bad for Santa. <laughs> I know, right? Santa never never knows what he's going to get. Yeah, there's ambiguity there. I guess it's the same with toddlers. I mean, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then they have this thing. And um, so my grandfather was, like, big into trains. Like, every year he put this big a train around our Christmas tree. And so they have this like model train exhibit. The, it's called the Magic of Model Trains. Oh, which, yeah. Cool. Which is at Winter Wonderland. To me, that sounds amazing. Like I would love to go see that just for that. Just thinking about my grandfather and he, he had this antique. It was like the most beautiful train set you ever saw. And it was antique and it was one of those really heavy ones. You know what I'm talking about? So you know it was like. Well, what happened to it? I, I don't. I think one of my cousins got it um, hmm. once he passed away. So, um, but I don't know which one has it. So, um, yeah, that's kind of sad. I wish I had it because I would love to put that. I on know. There. Me too. <laughs> um, and then they have this uh, um, the Blind Boys of Alabama, which is a gospel group. So apparently they perform. Oh, that Christmas. sounds good. Let me tell you, this a, that's a very popular, like, I, I know I grew up with gospel and that's a very popular um, Did you listen group. to it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, did oh, you they listen are to the wonderful. Blind Boys? We yes. Should, we, should, we, should, they, we should hear them. <laughs> they are wonderful. Oh my gosh, they are wonderful. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah. Great gospel group. So if you love gospel, uh, please listen to the Blind Boys of Alabama. You will love them. And um, and then they have this thing called the mutt cracker, not the nut cracker, but mutt. You're really cracker. into pets there. Yes, <laughs> where they perform the nutcracker with dogs. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, yes. I I have to Google that. I'm gonna have to check that out on YouTube. <laughs> yes, please do. The pictures are worth. Oh my it. god, with dogs. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> the pictures alone are worth the visit okay so that is it for uh the ham or that's funny ham, yeah Alabama. that's a, way to go ham <laughs> you guys are rocking it <laughs> and Who moving knew? on to number three kathleen's got this oh yes okay sorry i'm still trying to find our email account oh that's I think, okay i think it is chicks on christmas flicks at gmail.com oh there we go yeah so easy to remember um okay so next up we have meeksport pennsylvania uh where they have where george washington used to visit his friend queen aliquipa the Seneca Indian ruler just thought oh, that was wow. interesting. That yeah, interesting. it's cool. And they have there a five day holiday festival that displays nearly 100 trees with various themes that are decorated by local churches, businesses, and nonprofits. And even during COVID, they are still breaking out with the tree festival and just doing it a little bit differently to try to be a little safer. So way to go Meeksport. <laughs> keeping it real and alive even during these very difficult times um to be you know to keep the same festivities so nice job Meeksport. awesome awesome so welcome 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 pa all right so number four on our list is pinner england uh as you guys know about my uh my european roots 
There you go. <laughs> I think I think of England as like my my second home, and I you know what I have news on that front coming up because you know I'm a big royal watcher, so I got news coming up in the in the whole holiday headlines. But we'll get to that in a minute. But anyway, here's the thing about Penner England, huge, right? It's in the Greater London area, and the gift that is Elton John was born in Penner oh. England. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, so a couple things that I found that were strictly Pinner were um, they had this thing called the Great um, the Great Christmas Mystery Trail. And they set up this trail. Um, it's apparently like uh, set up like Santa's workshop. And so the mystery goes that um, there's this fairy that sits on top of a tree and the fairy disappears and you have to go to go through the trail to figure out what happened to the fairy. So I thought that sounded really, really cool as like a cool little family Christmas game. Like, where's the Christmas fairy? Oh, that sounds some fun. Yeah. I so, think that's awesome. Yeah. So I, I was like, it is so cool to see like how people think of all these neat little activities and stuff for the holidays. Um, and so, so that's cool. And then they also have like a bunch of fairs and performances and stuff like that. And then they have a lantern tour where they tour like apparently this is like Victorian area, era, area um, with lanterns and candles. So you know that's got to be kind of a beautiful sight, especially if a lot of people show up. So I thought that was neat. So that is Penner, England. So welcome, Penner, England. We are so glad to have you guys join us. Yeah, that sounds like kind of magical. Oh, yeah. nice. Is it on to me? On to you, number five. Okay, I have to say, listeners, this is probably my most favorite shout out ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's not really a tradition, but I think it should become one because <laughs> when I Googled North Attleboro, Massachusetts, which is not that far from where I'm from, uh, and Christmas traditions, all I saw were story after story after news story about a man, who, this is four days old, who, for, who um, was fed up with the potholes in on Route 1. And so what he did was he went to the store, Home Depot, he got uh, little teeny tiny Christmas trees. And <laughs> <laughs> he planted them. They're like a foot tall. There's pictures on the web. Go check it out. North Attleboro, Mass. <laughs> he planted little Christmas trees <laughs> in the potholes. <laughs> they have little red bows on them. They're so cute. Oh my god. Yes. That's, Isn't oh, that great? We have to tweet that a picture of that out. Oh though. yeah. That's, that's on my list. That's yes. on my sweet list. <laughs> and and but then so I don't know how I feel about this. I, because he was so fed up, but then they actually it worked. They fixed the potholes. Well, oh, the so they got rid of the trees. So in there. I know. I almost like feel like but so, you know, maybe he started a new Christmas tradition. That is hilarious. I love that. You know how pothole, oh my gosh, potholes in this area could like swallow your car. So everybody, um, yeah, go out today, get a shirt and a little teeny tiny tree. And plant your trees plant in it. the potholes. And commemorate, his name's Kevin Martin in North Attleboro, Massachusetts. Hey, shout Way to go. Out. Yes. All right. Yankee ingenuity. <laughs> Shout out to Kevin for that. That's beautiful. So moving on to our ho, ho, ho holiday headlines. So I just have a few things that I picked up in the news wire this week. Um, first came into my email actually as a, like a promotion, but apparently they have these Christmas wine trains in Ooh. Texas. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. So like, yeah, so it's like a Christmas train where you go drink wine and apparently for 45 bucks, you get like two four ounce glasses of Texas wine, which, you know. Oh, I yeah. don't, I don't I, know about the Texas wine, but yeah, they're, okay. going, they're getting nice wines all over the country. I hear these days. Exactly. So. Virginia's got wine. You know, they've got this. Uh, 
<laughs> Virginia can have wine, then I guess uh, Texas can too. I, guess. I don't. So, I don't think about Texas and wine too much, but who knows? But you ever get that Hallmark wine? I I did. I actually I drank it. it. You know, I had a rough, I had a rough week. <laughs> so that wine is gone. Oh, uh, was it good? Jingle and joy. <laughs> how, how was it? I have gone. So here's what I will say. I, I prefer like the, the Swedish fruity wine. Okay. Those are dry and not. Okay. <laughs> mm. I think I would like them. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but, but what I can say is I polished off both. Oh, so yeah. you, you work through it. <laughs> yes, exactly. So what you will say is that it, you know, even though it's not my preference, it was still good enough for me to, you for, soldiered on to, to make them both disappear. Good job, Carla. Yeah. Okay. So, so jingle and joy are gone. Um, All right. I, I will not be ordering more, but I enjoyed the time that I had with them. Good. <laughs> okay. Yep. So, um, so anyway, so for the, for the Christmas wine train, so you, you get this, uh, you get the commemorative glasses, you get the hors d'oeuvres, you get complimentary water, and then you get onboard entertainment, entertainment, including a DJ and Santa Claus. Then moving on, the next piece of news I got is that, um, own TV, you know, Oprah's network finally announced its Christmas lineup which is awesome. So we didn't have that news up until like recently. So she's doing three movies this this year. Um, all of them premiere in December. And so between the 8th, the 8th, 15th and 22nd, OWN will premiere its movies. And then for my last bit of, oh, so a couple pieces. One, um, I wanted to tell you guys that um, Lifetime has what they call Lifetime Live. If you look, if you look up um, LifetimeTV.com, you will see how you can join these sessions. But I just joined one uh, this past, what, I think it was Thursday or Friday, where they have the stars from the, uh, the Lifetime movies on um, Zoom where you can, uh, they're getting interviewed on Zoom and that you can watch and you can send questions to the stars. So if that's your thing, check out Lifetime Live, LifetimeTV.com and sign. And um, so they're giving away like a bunch of uh, Lifetime merch in these boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah, if you listen in. So um, I, I have to admit, I was driven by my want of <laughs> the Lifetime merch. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that's yeah, how I roll. You were speaking so glowingly of it the other yeah. day, your cutting board. Exactly. And strange things you could get. Yeah, well, I mean, I wasn't, you know, the, there's no cutting board in the box, but they've got like glasses and other stuff in there. So it's kind of cool. Um, so I'm kind of, uh, you know, that's, that's the reason why I'm joining. So it, whenever I have time, you know, I won't always have time, but this, uh, past Thursday I was off for, um, personal reasons. So, um, I had a chance to check that out. So that was good. All right. And then last but not least, it's not Chris Christmassy, but it is critical to me and people like me today, Sunday. So I know that we, this won't go out until Monday. But today, Sunday, The Crown season four starts today. So for anyone who loves The Crown, I'm just letting you know, I am, I have devoured The Crown. I have watched uh, every episode at least twice, <laughs> some more. <laughs> I love that, um, that series. It's on Netflix and um, you know, this is the Diana season, so I am excited about that. That's going to be interesting. All right, so moving on, it's time for us to recap uh, the movies of the week. So, yeah, this is going to be a groaner um, in some ways, but honestly, and, and um, I will say, uh, my experience this week was that um, in the beginning of uh, some of the movies that I watched. Now, there were a couple of super good ones that just got off the 
they were great from the beginning but um the there were a couple that honestly started off and i was like grown and then by the time i got to the end i was like hey why didn't you guys do that from the beginning um they kind of find found their heart but they found it late um and 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 then i got to thinking because you know with my writer brain um you know how would i fix it so (laughs) so there was like a couple of tweaks that could be made that these could have been great from the beginning but it's just i don't know um Sometimes they should hire you as the fixer, the script so, fixer. I mean. <laughs> anyway, so let's get to it. Uh, so first on the list is uh, Christmas on Wheels with Lifetime. Now this starred uh, Tia Sakar and Michael Xavier. Now, so this movie was basically about Tia, who um, at the beginning of the movie, we see that um, her, she and her mother used to have this um, convertible, I don't know what it is, convertible, beautiful old car that a red car that they used to um donate um toys to the town they drive it down the streets and and give out gifts and give out gifts exactly and then what happens is her mother passes away and she kind of loses her spirit and they uh eventually the car goes into disrepair and they her family sells the car and um, she finally, you know, she kind of stayed away from home because she didn't want to face the loss of her mother, which I can totally relate to. So, um, uh, but then when she goes back, she's like uh, starting to get back into the spirit of wanting to find the car and get back into that tradition again. And so then the the show becomes about the search for the car and then the, um, the attempt to uh, get the toy drive started again. Um, so I'll let Kathleen leave with with her. Uh, w- w- well, oh, you you only you didn't get, you didn't actually get to watch the whole. Thing, I did right? not get to the climactic denouement where they are driving down the road, resuscitating this wonderful tradition, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is really weird. Um, There's just this one was terrible. I thought. I mean, Carla liked it more than I did. I thought. So I like the main character, and it was good to see main characters that are not white. So that's exciting, and it's also good they had a gay couple in there too. So you know, props for that. Um, But I mean, the plot, she's just like so holy and so boring, and I didn't see any chemistry with them really. I mean. Uh, I also read that this is one of the first movies they made post-COVID, and so I don't know if that had an impact on, uh, you know. But, I mean, she's like an aunt. She's a collector of antique Christmas stuff. That's her job. They get the car back from, I don't think I'm giving away any spoilers here. They find the car at a sled collector's house, okay? He collects sleds, and that's why he collected the car. Yeah. (laughs) It just... I don't know. It just keeps going on and on. And I don't mind magical, mystery, fantastical things happening. But it just, this this wasn't working for me on so many levels, this one. Um, But I think Carla liked it better than I did. I did. I'll let you you talk about what, what you liked about it. So I did like it better. Now, it was clear to me that it was a COVID environment. And I will tell you why, you know. You know, at the you know, like um, during the movie, especially at the end, there's always the kiss, right? There was no kiss in this, so <laughs> it was clear everybody was panicked about touch the COVID situation. They <laughs> really they, <laughs> they clearly there was no closeness there, and I think that impacted the chemistry piece. However, sure. what I will say is that for me. Um, it did what a lot of stories did not do which is at least first it ground the story in something emotional which a a lot of of the movies now don't do they just kind of have this one note and it was clear that she was kind of um emotionally struggling a little bit with the memory of her mother and and kind of embracing this whole car you know gift giving thing um and then that that she and um, Michael, the the other star, were at kind of at odds at the beginning, and that they, uh, you know, over time they kind of learn about each other and figure it out. Whereas I, I, to me, there was enough 
attention there and I was forgiving of the the distancing because I was probably more forgiving of the distancing because I understood that it was one of those first COVID movies where they weren't you know so I was okay I personally I was okay with that like that did not bother me and to me there was enough emotional and now I understand I lost my mother so anytime I see a show where they lose somebody loses their mom I'm immediately going to be emotionally connected to that probably more than normal people would right so i because i get it i get the pain i understand that you know what i mean so i can probably connect to movies like that where you where somebody's lost their mom instantly i get that pain and i'm into the movie for that reason i understand what the struggle is to kind of get yourself out of that dark place so um so for that reason like i said i was probably more forgiving of it and to me it was better but to me it's um uh, I, I, I've seen other movies this season, <laughs> which didn't it didn't nearly have the elements uh, uh, that this one had that kind of draw you in and keep you pulling. And again, I was more forgiving of the COVID distancing. Yeah, um, the supporting cast was just. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, I mean it, it, so her movies are. Uh, yeah, yeah, her movies are, are are usually pretty good. She did Christmas Lost and Found. She did Christmas Nine to Five. And yeah, um, good. I yeah, like her. I like yeah. her. It just felt like she was kind of wasted. Yeah, I, but I, but I think it, it's you know, I, honestly, like I feel like this season, um, is just a factor of you know, it's COVID. It's the COVID factor. If you, you have the the COVID factor in everything. Well, luckily we have we have older things to recommend to you. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So let's so, move um, on. Yeah, so for me, for, for me, Christmas on Wheels, I would give it like a, a three and a half stars for me. Like that's on the low end of my uh, like to love scale, right? My my love scale is five. It, my like it's okay it, so I would give it like a three and a half stars for me it, it wasn't a four but it was a three and a half it's like all a two or one and a half for me sorry <laughs> <laughs> all right you guys balance that out getting the feels on that one okay yeah well, moving on <laughs> all right moving on to uh the next movie Christmas on the Vine all right so Christmas on the Vine was a lifetime movie starred Juliana Gwill uh John Cor hunka hunka and then um, Meredith Baxter Burney for the Gen X set. You know, she was a sitcom mom favorite. Um, so Juliana basically plays this marketing executive who is assigned to help save this family vineyard, right? So um, the, fa- uh, the, the family vineyard's on the verge of uh, closing. They're, the family's on the verge of losing its business to a competitor. And basically, um, she plays this go-getter marketing uh, executive that's going to go in and fix everything. And uh, John plays this um, this guy who's steeped in tradition and doesn't want to change anything. Um, and so therein is su- it's supposed to lie, the conflict. <laughs> supposed to. Um, uh, I, I have some words about that, but, um, so I guess the, the, the question is, you know, is there a happy medium between, um, changing everything and tradition, right? It, it's kind of what the storyline is supposed to be, right? Um, uh, so I have to admit, like, I'll, I'll, I'll kick this one off. I'll admit I fell asleep. Uh, I was tired. It was just the longest week of my life. So did and, I. I also so, fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep, like, on the beginning of it, but I did have it on uh, DVR. Um, and so I did have a chance to, like, go back and watch it when I was wide awake and, like, able to really uh, watch it. And what I will say is that... Um, for me, it started out slow, um, and a big reason of that is that uh, Julianne's character, to me, was very one note going in. Like she is go get her gung ho. No matter what she faces, she just stays gung ho the whole time. There is no um, ebb and flow with her with this character, right? She doesn't like face the opposition and then be like, I'm going to give up, uh, screw you. Uh, I'm not helping you. You want to, you want your tradition. You keep your tradition. You know, she didn't go through this whole thing, which I mean, to me, if she had done that, it would have been a a far better movie because we would have, you know, we would have seen how, what her stakes were. 
um, in terms of why she is so confident she can go in here and make these changes when she's meeting this resistance. You never really see that. You just see her going in saying she can fix it. And no matter what opposition she faces, she doesn't change. We, when we face opposition in real life, we give up, we we curse people out, you know, we we go to our corners and get, and then we come back out swinging. And, and if we see that in a movie, I think we love that, right? But we did not see that here. And I think that is where the movie suffers in the beginning. But to me, in the end, at the end of it, it, it definitely picked up and got a little bit more hard. So, so for me, on my three to five, you know, scale of, you know, kind of good, okay, to, um, to great, this definitely was on my three to three, three, yeah, I would say it's like around the three area. But, um, but if you can get past like the beginning, um, you, and you stay to the end, it does find some heart at the end. So that's my take on it. So anyway, let's move on. So, um, number three on the list this week, and I, I don't think you got a chance to watch this one. I got a chance to watch this one. And I have to say, um, meet me at Christmas. This is going to be on my top 10 list of movies. Oh for no, I missed the one good one. It oh. is so freaking good. Great. I love it. I get and the two dogs. All right. <laughs> I went into this movie like, yeah, I am not going to like this. I'm not, uh, and I'm not that I dislike Catherine Bell for any particular reason. It's just I'm not a super big fan. Um, she does the Good Witch series for um, Hallmark, and I'm just not a super big fan. I don't really watch the show, and and I so I don't really watch her. But she's had a few Christmas movies that I've you know kind of liked, but eh, again, wasn't in love with them. So I didn't go into this one with um, high high hopes. But I have to say. Hallmark pulled it out for Meet Me at Christmas. Oh man, they Good job Hallmark. It's about time. Yes, this is definitely going on my top ten list for this wow. year. For wow, for sure. Okay, and cool. I and we have a whole season, but it's going to be hard to top this one. The story in this one is, I, I mean, I feel like I could have written it. <laughs> it's so good and it's so well written. The story is so well written. Now I will say, okay, so let, let me get to this thing. So so basically here's the 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 backdrop, the backstory, right? So we have um Catherine who plays this mother, she's a widow, right? So we have the widow story. Um She's, uh, she's uh, helping her son. She's a florist. She's helping her son plan his wedding. Um, it's a Christmas wedding. And um, so um, they go to this lodge uh, to, to do the wedding. Well, it's clear that she has some history at this lodge. Um, so the, the bride, on the bride's side, um, uh, the bride has hired her uncle as the wedding photographer. Now he's this big travel writer who's basically just doing her a favor, right? So he comes in um, to do the wedding photography, but what happens like in a bunch of twists, the, the wedding planner quits, um, her parents get stuck in a uh, nor'easter and, they're, uh, and they get grounded, their plane gets grounded so they can't fly in. And they have a long list because the wedding planner quit. They've got this long list of to-do things. So who's gonna do it? Is it gonna be the bride and the groom? No. Uh, so what happens? The mother and the uncle step in to help, like, do the to-do list, right? But it's clear um, that there's a little bit more going on between the uncle and the mother than meets the eye. And we soon find out that um, they're gonna discover something about their past. And that leads to this mystery that is going to keep you hanging on until the very end. I mean, when I tell you the last scene, <laughs> it is going to keep you hanging on to the freaking last scene. This movie was so good. I, I, I'm going to tell you, it was so good. It was annoying at one point <laughs> because I wanted to know what's happening. What is going on? Why aren't these two together? What, what's going on? 
Like, I really wanted to see the end of it. I wanted to know how it ended, and I was annoyed that I had to wait. That's high praise for, for a Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What's going to happen? Normally, we don't ask those questions. We know. No. <laughs> you do not ask in this movie. It is, oh my God, it's so good. I was really shocked. They had a really nice twist. They did this movie in a way they don't typically do, which is kind of veer between the uh, present and the past, you know? Mm -hmm. um, they, You don't really see a whole lot of that. No, um, you don't. With Probably, the Christmas movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, for sure. Like, I mean, I, I can probably say I've seen most of them and I've never seen a movie, a Christmas movie done this way before. So high praise. What I will tell you is the first time you're watching it, it is going to be a four because you're going to be so mad that you didn't know what happened at the end because you had to wait for the end. <laughs> but what I will say is that um, once you finish watching it, it's a 4.5. Like this is 4.5 borderline five uh, movie. It's that good. So definitely put Meet Me at Christmas. All right. I'm excited. On your Christmas list. Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. Um, and you know it's going to be showing a bunch through the week. Catch this one. Um, put it on. The, schedule your time to sit down and watch this one. Do not get up. Do not get up. Do not have like 30,000 things going on. Because if you miss a piece of it, you're going to be confused. I see why I didn't watch it initially. It was on at 10. That's yeah, too late you would have been sleeping. No, not happy. <laughs> I, yeah, bye bye. <laughs> yeah, but it it it's oh, so good. Probably I, again Sunday at like six, so that's more my style. <laughs> I didn't watch it at ten either. I had it on DVR, yeah. so I actually had to watch it on DVR. So yeah. So anyway, yep. So that's it for our recast for the week. We're gonna take a quick break, but we'll be right back with our hot or not um, uh, Christmas movie chick picks for the week. Um, stay with us. Available on paperback and an ebook, the hilarious romantic comedy The Twelve Days of Christmas by USA Today best-selling author K.L. Brady. Both recovering from heartbreak, Gabby and Dave fall for each other after Dave sends a misdirected text message to the wrong woman. But it's a comedy of errors when they try to meet face to face. Murphy's Law strikes and they may never see or speak to each other again. However, Gabby thinks Dave may be the one, so she accepts the mission to unite them before Christmas Day. Now she's got eight days and 12 days to find the man of her dreams. But Dave is hiding something. Three big things. Even if Gabby finds him, will his secrets keep them apart? Rediscover all the joy and wonder of the Christmas season when you pick up this heartwarming story today. To find out more about the 12 Daves of Christmas, visit klbradyauthor.com or pick up your copy at Amazon, Apple, Kobo, or Barnes & Noble today. with Kathleen. So Kathleen, what you got? Okay, so I'm happy to say I have a hot pick. Um, <laughs> people might not agree with me, but uh, you know, after you watch the bad ones, you feel like you need to a palate cleanser. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, you don't want to keep going on this. So I don't I don't even know how I happened upon this. It was just on. Um, as one member of my family says, I can't wait till Christmas is over so we don't have to keep Christmas movies on 24-7. But the name of this movie is A Perfect Christmas. Now, there's a there's another movie called A Perfect Christmas from 2016. This is the one from 2012. Very original title, thank you. It's also called Holly's Holiday. Um, and this movie, when I tell you the plot, you're going to be like, I can't believe she liked this and neither can I. Because the plot of this movie is... A woman falls in love with a mannequin. Yes. Yes, <laughs> listeners, that is the plot. Um, it's, I was like, it's got to be one of the dorkiest Christmas movies ever made. But then I thought to myself, well, you know, the other plots that they have, the other premises, premises where people are always bumping literally into their love interest or getting stuck or sent to a small town 
are about as fantastical as a mannequin coming to life in my book. So I'm, you know, suspending my disbelief. Okay. okay, so the thing I liked about this movie is first of all, the chemistry, she's a reporter, we see a lot of those. Uh, there's a photographer, who, or she's an advertising, sorry. She, she's she's an advertising, there's a photographer who's super hot that is into her, but she's not into him because he's not perfect enough. And he wants to have, more, you know, he used to work at AP and he wants to have like more of this kind of cinema verite look for this advertising campaign that they have to get out the door right before Christmas for diamonds. And somehow this mannequin comes to life like she falls down on the street and this mannequin comes to life and picks her up and they start this relationship. <laughs> so and then she meets the mannequin's parents um, and they're really weird. I, it's weird. I say just watch it for the weirdness. Um, it's, it just gets weirder and weirder as it goes along. But the other thing I liked about this movie is, I mean, the acting is good, the script is good. It's snarky, it's kind of, you know, they're kind of funny. They, they diss on the bridge and tunnel people where if you're from the tri-state area, you know, it's like they live in the city and we don't, she's, the, the, the black best friend who's awesome and strong is like, you know, she's like, maybe you should start expanding your search for love, you know, outside of the city or, or, you know, but then she says, no, we can't do any bridge and tunnel people. She's also really snarky about one of the side characters who's, you know, got this outfit on and she's like, would you think I need to wear something a little less brown? And you know, <laughs> she says, no, I was going to say less awful. I don't know. So the script is good. It moves along. There's snarky side plots and, and it just keeps getting weird. So I say, if you're looking for something a little different uh, from yeah. the typical, I'm stuck in the small town and we have to resuscitate the dying business, yeah. uh, check out <laughs> check out a perfect Christmas yeah. from 2012 because I think you I think it's it's fun um, and and there's good chemistry and so I give it a 4.25 trees because it's good. Oh, wow. I know it's high for me. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I mean, it's bad, but it's good, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a Christmas movie. Have you seen it, Carla? Yes, I have. That's an Up To You Me movie. Yes, yes. And and Ryan, Ryan McPartland is in that. You guys will know Ryan from a bunch of different movies like Twinkle All The Way and um, oh, yeah. uh, The Flight, the flight Before Christmas. So he's been in a bunch of like really good. So yeah, Ryan's great and he makes a good mannequin. <laughs> yep, I agree with you on this one though. It's, it's definitely one of those that you're kind of like shocked that you like it because you're like, this is going to be ridiculous. And then you're like, <laughs> and then you get to the end of the movie and you're like, I watched all two hours <laughs> and i'm not unhappy like <laughs> it's, it's, it's like, good it is good it's silly but i don't know and i don't know i think that one i mean i was watching it and my husband said to me oh that's that guy's your type <laughs> i don't know and i was like he looks like you I mean, <laughs> the other love interest anyway so maybe that's why i liked it but you know he's he's cute there we go. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like I like Ryan McPartland. So oh, you, you like know, the mannequin man? The, yeah, I think he's oh, cute. He is oh. cute, and he's cute and tall. Like I, I like cute and tall. He is tall, yeah. but he's such a weirdo. Yeah, he is. But I mean, in this movie, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, the parents. Yeah, you guys gotta watch it. It's it's odd. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It does. It, it seems like it's come from a time when maybe they hadn't hit their stride fully. You know, they <laughs> kind of. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, but all right. Well, let's hear about your hot and off picks. <laughs> all right. So I've got I got I got a few on my list this week. I had a day off, so I had time to watch more movies, and so that's my excuse. Um, so what I want to start out with is Jingle Jangle on Netflix. Um, this is so freaking good. Okay. So what I will say is that if you have watched The Wiz, um, the black version of The Wizard of Oz. Um, then you will love Jingle Jangle. Like, if you like The Wiz, then you will definitely like Jingle Jangle. Okay. Very fantastical story. It's about a um, basically two um, inventors, two toy inventors. Um, one was an apprentice to the other. And the, um, and the apprentice um, steals an invention from his, his boss, right? And he goes on to build this big toy company and uh, leaves the uh, leaves the actual inventor broke. And um, so the 
Z. So the 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 um, inventor actually ends up almost losing his business in his place, you know, if he doesn't come up with this new invention. And so he's got one. And, and then uh, there is this um, another theft. And I, I think I have to leave it at that. I don't want to like give like the whole plot away. But what I will say is that um, it's a musical. It is a totally diverse musical. You will see like a, a mix of, you know, white, black. I, I don't know. I think there may be Asian. It's beautiful it's to look little, at. It, it is visually it is, stunning. It is visually beautiful. I loved the music and the songs. To me, one of the songs felt like straight from Wicked. I saw Wicked on Broadway. And one of the songs, the writing of it and the singing of it was so powerful. Like it, it gave me that feeling that I had when I was watching Wicked. So, so if you think of it like that, you'll probably be able to connect with the story a little bit better. But honestly, I have to say this is a straight five for me. And I highly advise you watch it with your kids. It's beautiful. Um, and it's a great and the great act and it's, 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 it's such such great actors. Forrest Whitaker, like I never knew he could sing. Like I've never seen him sing. Like I'm, he's a powerful actor. I never knew he could sing like that. So, so that was kind of amazing. And uh, Felicia Rashad, um, Anika Nani Rose. You get, a lot of you guys uh, will know her from uh, the Princess Frog. She was the princess in the Princess Frog. So um, she's in there, and it's just, and then, then the kids are awesome. <laughs> the kids kind of end up being the comedic element of it, but it's really good. So I highly recommend that for for family watching. Get your popcorn, um, put it on your big screen, and sit down and watch that for two hours. That's a good movie. Good way to spend your time. So that's my first one. Now, now that's not Christmas romance, and now I'm getting to, into the Christmas romance. All right. So, so that's a hot one. Hot. Then I got a, uh, not-ish, right? <laughs> so I watched The Christmas Bow. It stars uh, Lucia Micarelli and um, Michael Rady, okay? It's Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And basically, Lucia plays that she is a real-life violinist, okay? Real-life, like, violinist virtuoso. <laughs> She's, like, perfect which is kind of part of the problem so so she plays this violinist who basically gets an injury and like has to quote unquote fight her way back into playing again um for this big concert right here's the problem the problem is that um she's a violinist a violin virtuoso and before she plays beautifully and after the injury she plays beautifully <laughs> Like you never see, like well, where she's like good. really struggling that to play that violin. That doesn't have much you know, of an art they have, then. They let her play this beautiful song. Like, she's supposed oh, to be injured, whatever. and her fingers are supposed to be fractured, right? And you would think there would be some bad notes, and you know, like there's a struggle yeah. there that you she can didn't hear. Want, she struggle. didn't want to sound bad. She, she, she never she let her ego struggle. take over it's her. It's always her just beautifully <laughs> perfect. She plays perfect through the whole thing. And yeah. that, is, to me, is part of the problem. If this one like, never, if she's never screamed, fractured her fingers and stuff, there should be some bad notes. There should be some squealing that she's like, uh, I can't get the notes. I can't hold the things in the right way. She always holds the thing in the right way, and it's always perfect and beautiful. <laughs> so that is what I will say. Now, that is where I struggle. If, you, if that's going to be your story, that she's going to be, you know, have this injury that's that she has to fight back from. Let her have the injury that she has to fight back from. Um, otherwise, just let it be a movie about a beautiful virtual <laughs> virtuoso violinist and let that be it. So anyway, so that is the reason why I struggle with that. But apart from it, if you can get over that, then it's actually a good movie. But that's the part. I mean, the, if the crux of the movie is she's got to struggle to get back, you never hear that struggle. It's just beautiful. Whoops, sorry. It's just beautiful violin playing the whole the whole time. So um, so that's why for me that one's kind of you know three kind of going down from three. Um, and then um, next is a very charming Christmas Town with Natalie Hall. And so. Um, so, so this one again this was on the struggle bus a little bit um, 
it struggled in the beginning, but then I liked it towards the end. So basically in a very uh, charming Christmas town, you have this journalist, she goes into this like very idyllic Dutch village in the United States, right? <laughs> They've changed this little city, um, Slovang or something like that to this little Dutch village. And it looks very Dutch village-ish, you know, um, very cute and quaint. And she goes into the city and, uh, she is a travel blogger, right? So uh, she thinks that basically the the, the city is just um, basically a tourist trap, right? That it's just it's just playing like this very quaint city so that it can get tourists in, rather than being an authentically, genuinely great city. So um, I know that the, the plot's kind of weak. So you really gotta get past that whole piece of it but if you get past that piece of it <laughs> um so there is a little heart so what we later find out is that she used to be this uh star pop pop singer uh pop uh writer a writer for pop artists so she's very like popular uh songwriter and um she's lot kind of lost her heart which is how she got into the travel blogging but being in this yeah, but but you don't. It that's yeah. Very very second very secondary to the the plot. They really don't even play that up, except for that. That's kind of her um, struggle, right? Her struggle is that she's kind of lost her heart. That's that's why she's kind of cold hearted going into the city. So then when she kind of finds a heart, then she kind of finds the the heart of the city is kind of what that's supposed to be. All right. So again that the beginning of it was kind of silly i mean like seriously silly but if you can get past that like first half hour i would say then the actual rest of it that it does begin to find its heart but it finds it later and a lot of people aren't like me that are going to struggle through the first half hour of it or 45 minutes of it to get to the heart of a movie so um so you could turn it on like halfway through and you're gonna love it um <laughs> But yeah, that's a, that was on the struggle bus in the beginning. So, um, what I will say again, I liked it. I love Natalie Hall. She's been in a lot of good stuff that I like. Um, one of my favorites of hers is the Seven Year Itch, which is a non-Christmas movie, but it was good. So, um, what I will say is, it, you know, that's that's going to be about a three, three and a half um, Christmas trees. All right, then I forgot two more. A hot is a country Christmas story. I woke up in the middle of the night uh, last week and, and caught this one, and it was so good. Okay, so it stars Dolly Parton, who we love, um, Brian McKnight, who's an R&B, R&B singer for people who, who don't know who he is. Um, those, those are like the stars that really kind of jump out at you. There's other stars, but basically the story is centers around this biracial teenager who basically defies her mother to um, enter this country music contest uh, hosted by Dolly Parton, right? So think about it. Obviously, there's going to be some pushback because country music is not entirely embracing of black people, right? <laughs> so so this biracial teen going into this contest, her mother's like, no. Uh, her mother's white. Her father's black. Her mother's like, no. You need to stay away from country music. Um, but she, we find out later, uh, was a kind of a wannabe artist who kind of gave up her dream. And um, and the father was a wannabe artist who is still trying to find his dream and the mother resents the father for that. So, um, so you see this little girl who's kind of uh, caught between these two, um, you know, her, her parents who are basically on opposite ends. And, and so she's struggling to try and embrace her gift that she can sing she can write music she can play the uh she can play the guitar and that she loves country music which is not exactly you know open arms welcoming of uh, black people and so here's the great thing so first of all the music was great uh in this movie uh i loved it the um dolly parton's always great i love her i'm probably super biased when it comes to dolly parton but i love her um and then um the mother was so let me tell you she was really good because she really ticks you off like for the first hour of the movie where she is uh, she is like mean 
she's actually mean almost to a point but she you you definitely get like this visceral reaction watching her engage with her daughter and but she has the strongest story arc right so she she's mean and she evolves eventually to to you know eventually embrace her daughter's gift so yeah very good it is so so good and what i and what i really love about this movie is that um you get a history about black people in country music which i was not expecting to get at all and you get that absolutely 100 percent. and even dolly kind of participates in that so i mean it was good guys if you catch this one on lifetime watch it a country christmas uh story a country christmas story with dolly dolly parton and brian mcknight now brian mcknight is brilliant but you know i never really saw him as a country music singer because he is strictly like r&b but the dude is talented he can sing whatever he wants to so you'll enjoy that it's good all right and then the last movie which i was not expecting to be like a hot but it is hot to me uh christmas with the darlings the hallmark movie um with katrina law and carlo marx uh, i love this one to me i it was my hallmark winner of the week before i saw meet me at christmas <laughs> and then then that became my winner of the week so this would be my number two of the week um uh, so basically the, the story is a little bit complex but it's really good so um one brother has three kids he and his wife die and the kids are left in the guardianship of two brothers of the two brothers of the brother okay so the two brothers basically have to take custody of these kids now one of the brothers is very uh business-minded straightforward analytical you know by the book that kind of guy and the other one is very like you know happy-go-lucky fly by the seat of his pants you know um always enjoying life and having fun and well at least that's how he looks on the exterior right that he's not serious that he does not take responsibility serious that kind of thing right so you have two brothers that are very opposite and um so the kids have been living in another country and they're coming um to the united states to live with their brothers and then uh, their the oldest brother who is uh very straightforward is planning to send them off to boarding school immediately after Christmas vacation. So, um, you can see the other brothers really kind of ripped up about this. So he's determined like to give them the best Christmas before they go to boarding school. And that's kind of the, 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 you know, the, the story. The, and then, so there, the, the straight by the books brother, um, has a, um, a, an executive assistant and it the executive assistant is in the middle of this career change too but that's katrina law so she plays so basically it's she volunteers to watch the kids with the brother to make sure they have this great christmas and of course you know the whole romance thing happens kind of between them but there's backstory between them too but what i will say I really enjoyed this movie. I was shocked that I enjoyed it. It's not entirely like original, but the script was good. The writing was good. It's definitely Christmassy. It's got the whole Christmassy thing going. Um, you know, they have their little Christmas events and all of this kind of stuff. The kids were great. Um, one of the kids, um, you guys will recognize he plays in a bunch of, he plays a kid in a bunch of Christmas movies. Um, I last remember seeing him in, in a charming Christmas, but, um, he was so cute in this and all the kids are. Um, so it's really a lovable family kind of music, um, movie. And I, to me, I really felt like that there was sufficient conflict and everything to keep you engaged in the story. Um, while, um, while also being, uh, dramatic enough to, to make it, uh, to make it good. So I really enjoyed this one. Um, and I think they gave the characters a lot of a depth that you don't normally see, um, in Christmas movies, you know, the kind of one note thing was not happening here. 
everybody had multiple notes they were playing off of. Nobody was all good or all bad. Everybody kind of was a little bit of both. So um, I really liked it. Um, so I would definitely give this like a, a at least a four uh, for Christmas trees. I did, man, but I kind of toughed it out with some of these. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did, and on the good note, so this one is actually still on my DVR. Like, when it came time to delete it, I couldn't quite delete it. So that tells me I, I really kind of liked it. So we'll see if I watch it again or if I actually end up deleting it. But for now, it stays. All right. And so that is it. So, so let me just give a quick recap. My my haunts are Jingle Jangle, um, a very charming. Well, I won't say that. That was hot-ish, right? A very charming Christmas town, um, a a country Christmas story, and Christmas with the Darlings were all hot. And then my meh, and then my kind of lukewarms were the Christmas bow and um. A very, a very charming Christmas town with Natalie Hall. That was, those were my little ones. But I, I think you can't lose with the other ones for sure. All right. And so that is going to do it for this week. So coming up next week, um, so we've got some good stuff on tap. Um, a Taste of Christmas on Friday, which um, I will be live tweeting. Hopefully, uh, uh, Kathleen will be able to, to I'll, join. I'll try. I might have to yeah. have some coffee drinks. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I get it. And you're kind of beat on Friday. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you're in the middle of, you know, some. Yeah, I got a new job. Yeah. This year, so, you know, it's, yeah. you know, busy. So, so uh, yeah. But I will at least be uh, live tweeting on Friday during a taste of Christmas. And I love this one because um, Nia Vardalos. Uh, for people who don't know, um, my big fat uh, Greek wedding. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. she starred in that one. I love her, so she's gonna be the mom in this one. This is good. Um, and then um, Saturday is Felice Navi Dad <laughs> with <laughs> okay. with Mario Lopez. Um, Saved by the Bell. I mean, for for those of you guys who know Saved by the Bell, that's Mario Lopez from there. He's now the dad of, uh, I think, two girls in this movie. So I'm looking forward to that one. And then um, a Nashville Christmas Carol, which is on Hallmark. Um, I'm actually looking forward to this one. I was was kind of on the fence about watching this one. What's the plot of this one? (laughs) It's a Christmas Carol. It's another Christmas Carol story. Okay, Mm -hmm. Okay, gotcha. But it's centered around, so um, people may know, like, um, so the opposite end of this, uh, they had a diva Christmas Christmas carol with uh, Vanessa Williams, you know, the former Black Miss America. Mm -hmm. Um, And she was in this uh, R&B group, and she was the, you know, she was the kind of Scrooge character that had the ghost visitor. Well, in this one, it's a Christmas, a, a country version of that. Right. Okay. <laughs> and so, just Jesse Schramm plays, but they've got like all these Christmas movie stars. Like, um, I think uh, one of the Judds is in there, and um, so they've got like a bunch of Christmas um music okay. stars. I might be missing this one. Huh? It's not. It's not screaming out. Watch me. Watch me. <laughs> I, listen. I was like, I'm not gonna watch it, and then I saw the commercial today, and I was like, Oh my god, I have to watch this. Oh, it looked good. Okay. It looked good. It all looked right. Really, really all good. Right. <laughs> yep, so I'm excited about that one. And then, in addition, some of our hot or not picks may or may not include the Christmas edition, which actually comes on uh, Sunday. Sunday, the Christmas Doctor with Holly Robinson. Um, that's another veterans movie, so um, I'm definitely going to try and check that one out. And um, a Christmas in Vienna, which actually came on yesterday, but we may I may recap that one next week. I haven't finished watching that one, so I may recap that one next week. So. That is going to do it for us today. Thank you so much to um, our music and show editor, Will B. He created the custom music for this show. You can find him on IG at Music 25 Until next time, remember, at Chicks on Christmas Flicks, we can never have too many Christmas movies. We can only have not enough Christmas movies. Please don't forget to subscribe and tell your Christmas movie-loving friends about the show. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, 
And we're now on Amazon Audible, so easy Ooh. to find. Yeah. And you can email us at chicksonchristmasflicks at gmail.com. Yes. And Let us know how we're doing. Absolutely. <laughs> if things you'd like to see more of or less of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give us feedback, listeners. Yeah. Yep, we love feedback. So, And then follow us on Twitter. Please yep. follow us on Twitter. Even if you don't follow us on IG, follow us on Twitter because we'll give updates there. The first person to write in, I'm going to share. We're going to give you a shout out. I'm going to tell you about my special holiday New Year's tradition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, uh, it involves fire. Oh. And booze. <laughs> hey. At least one of my favorite things. <laughs> All right. So thank you guys. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.